0: Marketing Your Private Practice is a podcast where you'll learn easy to implement tips and strategies to grow your business without spending all day online. I'm your host, Kathy Koliakovo, and I teach practitioners the Thrive Marketing Method to create simple and streamlined plans by focusing on long-term strategies, not just social media. Discover ways to spend less time on your marketing, attract more clients, and build the financial freedom that comes with a thriving practice. One where you have time left in your day for the people and things that matter to you. Hey, Private Practice Heroes, it's Kathy Koliakovo, and thanks for tuning into the podcast today. My promise to you is to offer easy to implement strategies and action steps to help you book the clients that help you thrive in business. And hey, Along the way, I'll always be dropping some time-saving tips too. Now, today we're going to focus on some more lead generation and lead magnet topics. Every business needs clients, and getting clients starts by doing some marketing and even sales, those two dreaded activities practitioners never like doing. But unfortunately, when you started your practice or your business, one thing you did sign up for, like it or not, is to become the chief sales and marketing officer for your business. Well, at least until you try hiring someone, because until you're there, nobody is going to be doing those tasks for you except you. And even if you have someone, some understanding of the big picture is needed so that you can work with that person who is helping you out. So here we are. Got to do the sales, got to do the marketing. And as I shared in last week's episode, lead generation is one of those activities you never stop doing. Not even when you have a fully booked practice and a wait list. You always want to be building and growing a list of prospective clients, leads, people who are interested in what you have to offer. Now we talked about the reasons why you should never stop when it comes to lead generation. And today, I want to go into one of those seven foundations I shared with you last week in episode 67, the lead generation page. This is that standalone page you want in place where people can sign up for your lead magnet. And it is often the place where folks run into a problem that can be one of the main reasons not as many people are signing up for their lead magnet. I've seen it time and time again. Whenever people aren't signing up for your lead magnet, you always want to figure it out. And that's great. Trying to go back and understand what's happening with your marketing is key. I'm always talking about tracking your stats, looking at your results so that you can learn from it. Now, there can be several reasons why no one is grabbing your lead magnet that you put your heart and soul into creating for them. So let's go through a couple of these reasons why. First one is... More often than not, I find people aren't actually telling anybody about their lead magnet and just hoping they find it. And this was number seven in the foundations I shared last week. Marketing the lead magnet. You have to get out there and do the marketing for it. So if you're not doing that, that could be one of the reasons why people aren't signing up. Another reason Often is simply because something is broken in the signup process. And this is also FYI, one reason why I always tell you to test and check your lead generation process every month or at least every quarter. Don't leave it to every year. I like to make sure I do this when I'm checking my monthly stats. And I get my clients to do this as well and folks in my programs. And I've had the signup process broken with a lot of clients over the years. The most memorable story I can tell you about this was one was a business coach who had a great lead magnet, and it was getting traction when she launched it. And then people just stopped requesting it. No signups at all. Well, she kept at it for about six months before asking for my help. And when we did the marketing assessment we did, I found she actually had an issue with the code in the signup form. It was missing some information, and that meant it was not working. She had never thought of testing the process herself because she had tested it once when she set it all up. So honestly, she wasted about six months on all her time marketing the lead magnet because there was no hope of anyone getting it with the broken code. So that's why sometimes the reasons why people aren't signing up is because you've got something broken. So be sure to test it out every month. Sometimes what happens is you've created a lead magnet that people are simply not interested in. Sorry, I hate to break it to you, but that happens sometimes. It's not enticing enough because it isn't hitting home with people in regards to helping them solve a problem, which is one of the key things a lead magnet should do. And this often happens when the business or practice owner just doesn't take the time to plan out and create a lead magnet that people do want. and one that they're willing to hand over their email address to get. There are definitely steps to take to make sure that you are creating something folks are racing to download. And if you're not sure how to do this, or you've been struggling to get one that does appeal to people, or you've been trying to figure out what to make in the first place, I can help you with that. Well, I can if you're listening in late October or early November of 2023. So if that's you listening then, or... Is that you listening now? Hmm. Okay, if you are listening in October or November of 2023, I can help you with making an irresistible lead magnet and planning it to be that way. I'm hosting a free training starting on November 13th. It runs for two weeks and I will help you create from start to finish a lead magnet that your ideal clients will want. So if you think that is part of your problem, definitely make sure that you check out the free training that I'm hosting, there will be a link to sign up for it in the show notes, wherever you're listening to the podcast today. Now, if it's past November of 2023, just reach out and message me and ask me when I'm holding the next training or book a free marketing review with me and we can go through your lead magnet as well. Now, another reason why people aren't signing up is the fourth reason in this list, and that could actually be the lead generation page. That standalone page where people are supposed to go to sign up and get the lead magnet from you. That is often the culprit of low signups as well. And it's the one we're going to go into detail on today. Now remember, from our lesson on those seven foundations of a lead generation system, your lead gen page is the page you send people to in order for them to get that free lead magnet that you've made. And ideally, this page has only one action to take on it, and that is for the website visitor to enter their name and email and sign up and get the lead magnet. But when practice and business owners are trying to fix their marketing and figure out what's not working, they're often frustrated because people aren't signing up. So as they go through trying to figure out what the problem is, some, a lot, decide the problem is the lead generation page. Now, maybe you hear people call this a landing page, an opt-in page, a sign-up page, whatever you call it, a lot of folks will decide the sign-up page, this lead generation page is the problem. And so they start thinking, well, maybe people don't understand what the lead magnet is or what it can do for them. Maybe they don't get how it can help them. So they do what many people do, which is try to change the content on the page, maybe to add to it. And more often than not, they add more content to it, trying to explain more about the lead magnet and how great it is and how it's going to help them when they sign up for it. And they try to explain more about why they should download it. More info and more content and just more, more, more. And this is where many business owners go wrong. They add more content to this page in an effort to get it working better. They're trying to sell people into signing up for the lead magnet. But this is not always the best solution here because most of the time, this fix is not going to work. And the reason it's not going to work is because now you've got a lead generation page that has too much information on it, it has extra content. And that extra content is doing more harm than good because now you are hiding the most important aspect of this page with all of these extra words. These added words are distracting and they're even blocking people from doing the one thing you want them to do here, which is to sign up. And here's why this added content gets in the way. 99% of the people coming to your lead generation page are coming to it because you have done something or said something or written something. You've created some sort of marketing content that directs them to this page to get the lead magnet. So maybe you had a post on your social media channels. Maybe you did an Instagram reel or a story about the lead magnet. Maybe you sent an email out to the people on your list to tell them about it. Maybe they read about it on a blog on your website, Because if you're following my advice, you're always putting a call to action to one of your lead magnets on your blog posts. So maybe they read that there, or they could have seen it at a flyer that you had at an event where you were speaking. Maybe you did some Facebook or Google ads. There's lots of ways and places that you could be marketing the lead magnet. And in most of these cases, you have already shared enough content about the lead magnet that those folks have decided to click and visit the page to get the lead magnet that you talked about. Your words, your message, written or spoken, already had them make a decision to go one step further and get their hands on that lead magnet that you were talking about in your message. They're going to the lead generation page because you told them to go there. You shared a message and it had them click. Not many people are actually going to go to your Lead generation page just by an online search. Not for those of us in the world who aren't influencers and have lots of paid ads and paid traffic and hundreds of thousands of people on their list and tons of money to put into ads to get people just coming to a lead generation page. Not many people can do this when you're running your typical small business or a small private practice, whether it's a group practice, a solo practice. Most of the time, people are coming to your lead generation page because some words, some marketing message you put out there, somewhere entice them to click and go to the page. When they made that decision to click, they have already made a decision about you. They have taken the next step in your lead generation funnel towards getting the lead magnet. So I'm going to repeat that again. They have Already made a decision. They are already a pre qualified lead or prospect because they had enough interest to click and visit your lead generation page. But if you're doing like a lot of folks are doing and put more words on that page, trying to convince them to sign up and to convert, well, those extra words are now acting as a barrier and they're keeping the people who were ready, who clicked from filling out and signing up to get the lead magnet. You had them at click, but now you've put up a roadblock with the extra words on the page. You've got more information for them to digest and read, taking them away from what they came to do in the first place, which was to actually enter their name and email. That lead generation page rarely needs more words at this point. It needs less. Your other words got them here. Now you need to let that page, with only one action to take on it, do its job and get them to sign up. Because the words there are simple. The words repeat the problem. They repeat the future life someone can experience with the lead magnet. And then the words say, enter your name and email if you want it. And that's it. No more words than that. Now, I will say those words do need one thing. They need to match what you said earlier in your marketing message. Whatever words you used in the social media post, in the story, in the blog, in the email, whatever words you used there, whatever message you had that got them to make a decision and click, the words on your lead generation page need to match that message you had earlier. But they don't need to repeat every single word. It just has to match the highlights, the problem, and the solution they can get by grabbing the lead magnet. This is the most important thing your lead generation page needs, a message and words that match the one that sent people to that page in the first place, because that's where you had them. You had them at the message they saw or read earlier when they made that decision and hit. Click to go to the lead generation page. So don't make the mistake that so many people do trying to get things working better and adding more words on your lead generation page. You need less at this point. There are definitely some specific elements you want on a lead generation page, but it is not a ton of content. I teach folks in my Thrive Marketing Academy a lesson in our foundation's pillar about the 12 elements to use on a lead generation page. And you know what? Less than half of those 12 elements involve any words at all. And a couple that do have words are your anti-spam message and the footer on your web page. So those are not important words on a lead generation page at all. Yes, there are a couple of important messages you have there, in the pre-header or the headline that grabbed their attention, there are words there that you have in the guidance to fill out the form and on the call to action button. But that's it. The main role of the words on your lead generation page is to quickly reiterate the marketing message from wherever you sent them to match that however you got them to this page those same words in headline form to confirm they clicked to the right place to get the thing they had already decided they wanted, or at least wanted to check out. You confirm that this will help them with similar words from that earlier message, and that will help you convert more people and have more people signing up for the lead magnet. And that's the lesson I wanted to share with you today. A warning that sometimes the fix you try to do to get more people signing up for your lead magnet is not a fix at all, but it turns into a roadblock and it does you more harm than good. So what is your action step from today's lesson? I want you to look at your lead generation system and look at your stats for the growth of your lead magnet. Check the signups, check the trends, and then check your messaging, your marketing, and your lead generation page. Do the words match? Does the promotional content and the message that you give people in the marketing content that sends them to the lead generation page, does it give them good reasons to know this lead magnet will help them? And frankly, do you even have that kind of marketing content? Because a lot of people forget to do this. They forget to market their lead magnet. And that content you use should be encouraging people to visit that page and sign up. And then look at the words on your lead generation page when people come and visit it. Are there a lot of words? Are there a little bit of words? Does the message on that lead generation page match the message in the marketing content? If not, you may need some fix-ups in place that will work better than a fix-up you tried before of adding a lot more content to that lead generation page. Your fix-up may be reducing the content that you have there. Most of the promotion and sales of your lead magnet will happen from your other marketing. It's not going to happen as much on that lead generation page as it will in the content that sends them there in the first place. That's where you sell them on signing up for this lead magnet. When they decide they want it, they click, they're going to enter their name and email. So you don't want to put more roadblocks in the way, more information they can read that might make them rethink their decision. So remember, most of your promotion and sales of that lead magnet happens in your marketing. I want you to really remember that lesson as you plan your lead generation activities and your marketing, as well as creating that lead magnet in the first place. And if you want some help doing this, be sure to register for my free training that starts November 13th. There will be a message at the end of this episode on how you can sign up for that. And you'll find a link to it in the show notes too in the app wherever you're listening to the podcast today. I'd love to help you get that lead magnet up and running, make it as irresistible as possible to people so that you can make sure that when people go to your lead generation page, it is something they want. They're dying to get it and they're happy to hand over their name and email in order to get their hands on. So this is Kathy Koliakovo signing off and saying thanks for listening in today. I truly appreciate your trust in me and the advice I share with you on the podcast. And remember, to thrive in practice means that you have a plan in place to bring in new leads to your business consistently. And one big piece of that is your lead generation page. A page that makes it so easy for folks who've already decided they want your lead magnet to sign up and get it. I'll see you next time. You can find all of our show notes and resources mentioned at marketingyourprivatepractice.com. Be sure to connect with me on Instagram at pepperitmarketing and say hi. I'd love to hear any feedback you have and make sure to rate and review the podcast and hit subscribe on your favorite player so you don't miss any future episodes.